Good morning, Hippionians. This is Hippie Mama. It is Tuesday, and what a beautiful day. On Sunday, I believe it was the first day of spring. Um, for some reason, I was thinking spring came like the middle of April, but I believe that that's right on the calendar. The 14th was the first day of... Oh, no. (laughs) See? I was wrong. The 14th was the first day of daylight savings time. But spring is in April. So, there you have it. I was wondering. I was like, gosh, it doesn't seem like the first day of spring. But anyway, I thought today, (laughs) because I was thinking it was the first day of spring on Sunday, that I would read some springtime poetry. And of course, it's coming from uh, poetryoutloud.org. So, um, I think I'm going to start with The Echoing Green. And this is by William Blake. For some reason, I feel like I've read some of his stuff before, too. The sun does arise and make happy the skies. The merry bells ring to welcome the spring. The skylark and thrush, the birds of the bush, sing louder around to the bell's cheerful sound. While our sports shall be seen on the echoing green, old John with white hair does laugh away care. Sitting under the oak among the old folk, they laugh at our play, and soon they all say, such, such were the joys when we all girls and boys. In our youth, time were seen on the echoing green. Till the little ones weary, no more can be merry. The sun does descend and our sports have an end. Round the laps of their mothers, many sisters and brothers, like birds in their nest, are ready for rest. And sport no more seen on the darkening green. Okay, this is uh, William Blake. He was born in London, where he spent most of his life working as an engraver and illustrator. At the age of 10, Blake had his first vision, a tree filled with angels. Oh my goodness. Wow, I bet that was something. Mysticism is one of the hallmarks of his work. While his poetry was not widely known during his lifetime, his writing and his art have continued to grow in popularity. And I have to say, I actually did like that Um, poem. I love poems that rhyme. I know, I know that's just, you know, really small of me probably, but I just like poems that rhyme for some reason. (laughs) Um, Let's do another one by him since we're on his page. Uh, This one is called The Chimney Sweeper, A Little Black Thing Among the Snow. Crying, weep, weep, in notes of woe, where are thy father and mother, say? They are both gone up to the church to pray. Because I was happy upon the heath, a smelled among the winter snow. They clothed me in the clothes of death and taught me to sing the notes of woe. 
And because I am happy and dance and sing, they think they have done me no injury and are gone to praise God and his priest and king who make up heaven our misery. Okay, John William Blake. <laughs> um, so let me go back now because I want to figure out which one. I'm going to read. These are interesting because um, I have to, well, obviously, you know, it's like I do this one on my phone. So it's um, just kind of swinging back to the main screen. Um, let me see. Okay, let's do this one. This is Jane Miller, and it's called May You Always Be the Darling of Fortune. March 10th. And the snow flees like eloping brides into rain. The imperceptible change begins out of an old range and glistens, chased with its new craving spring. May your desires, may your desire always overcome your need, your story that you have to tell, enchanting, mutable. May it fill the world you believe. A sunny view, flowers lunging from the seal, the quilt, the chair, all things fill with you and empty and fill. And hurry because now as I tire of my studied abandon, counting the days I'm sad, Yet I trust your absence in everything, wholly evident, the rain in the white basin, and I, vigilant. And so this is Jane Miller. She was born in New York, influenced by Federico Garcia Lorca and Virginia Woolf. Uh, it's a couple people, uh, Gertrude Stein, uh, Miller's layered poems juxtapose high and low diction, which obviously I did not do justice to, sorry, Jane, um, in an exploration of consciousness that is at once structural and intimate. In 2006 interview with Greenbelt Magazine, Miller discussed the relation of her early career as a painter to the composition of her poetry. I used to have... I used and have brought forward many of the reasons why I was attracted to painting into my poems. For example, I make use of color and design, so the structure of poetry that's related, and it's a lot like making the underpainting or painting. Very creative. I, I'm telling you, I just love these people on this site because their minds are awesome and how they just uh, they're able to bring things like her painting into her writing um let's see i think we'll do one more and we'll end on this one which is called today and this is by billy collins if ever there were a spring day so perfect so uplifted by warm intermittent breeze that it made you want to throw open all the windows in the house and unlatch the door to the canary's cage. Indeed, 
ripped the little door from its jam. A day when the cool bricks path and the garden bursting with peonies seemed so etched in sunlight that you felt like taking a hammer to the glass paperweight on the living room end table, releasing the inhabitants from their snow-covered cottage so they could walk out holding hands and squinting into this large dome of blue and white. Well, today is just that kind of day. Indeed it is, Billy Collins. Indeed it is. Um, <laughs> Billy Collins is the rarest of phenomena, a best-selling poet, cherished for his weary, wiry humor, indigenous, indigenous, I know I pronounced that wrong, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Metaphors. An uncanny ability to turn the most humdrum of domestic situations into occasions for memorable poetry. He came from the prominence in 1998 with his volume, Picnic Lightning. Born in New York City and a professor at Lehman College there, he served from 2001 to 2003 as the United States Poet Laurette. Yeah, I like that poem. He's very canny, very good. Um, so anyway, guys, that's it for the poetry reading today. Um, I hope everybody's doing well and enjoying their week. Um, it's going by, it seems like it's going by fast for me. I don't know about for you. But uh, at any rate, have a wonderful night tonight. Sleep well. And uh, I will be back on Wednesday to talk to you then. Take care, guys. Bye.